Well, here we are at the very last digibit for our study of the 10. It's August, and this is digibit number four for month 12. The last verse in our book that we actually study, verse 16 of Romans chapter 1, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Jesus Christ, the fulfillment of the old law, the culmination of the promises of the Messiah, the fulfillment of all of the Old Testament messianic prophecies. And we are not ashamed of his good news, for it is the power of God that saves. I love that verse, but I want us to focus on the words, not ashamed. I looked that up in the Greek and it really means not ashamed, not having any shame at being connected to Jesus Christ, at wearing his name, not having any embarrassment, even in a culture that largely rejects truth and rejects the veracity of the deity of the Son of God. I want us to look at some of the verses that have that Greek word in them. Jesus used it in Mark 8, 38 and Luke 9, 26, when he said, Whoever is ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him also shall I be ashamed, shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. Jesus began by saying, there comes a day when I will be ashamed of certain people. And it is those who are ashamed of my words. And I think it's interesting that he said, in this morally depraved environment in which we live. I think we could say that today, that it is hard to stand up and proudly wear the name of Christ and speak his truth in a generation that is so antagonistic toward truth itself and especially toward moral absolutes with subjects like adultery and homosexuality and oh we could go on and on with the sins of Romans 1. It was in that context by the way that our verse was written just before it began to say um, these are the sins that you can't do and inherit heaven. The, this homosexuality is vile affection. Just before he began to say those things, he said, let's don't be ashamed. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it's the power of God to salvation to all those who believe the Jew first and also to the Greek. The verse is also found several times in the book of 2 Timothy. I love that it's found there because this is the last, of course, the last recorded written work that we have from the Apostle Paul, from the Holy Spirit through the pen of the Apostle Paul. And he tells Timothy in 1 verse 8, Be not therefore ashamed. Don't be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner. But go ahead and be you, be thou a partaker of the afflictions of the gospel, according to the power of God. Who has saved us. What is the power of God that saves us? Well, Romans 1 said, it's the gospel of Christ of which we should not be ashamed. 
Paul is say he said that to the Romans. He's saying the same thing to Timothy there. Here, don't be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord. And I think it's interesting that he says, and please don't be ashamed of me. Paul's going to mention this again. Sometimes when we stand for what is right, people who would like to be a little bit too close to the world and involved in the adulterous generation, as Jesus called it, will be ashamed of us too. They, they don't want to be allied with us. They are, um, and not that we are ever going, going to um, suffer or be, be blessed to partake in the afflictions of Jesus to the extent that Paul was. And I'm going to use that word blessed, even though I know I'm weak and I don't want to be persecuted. But it, Jesus did say, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Don't be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord. Go ahead and say the gospel of Christ. And don't be ashamed of me, his prisoner. Don't be ashamed to be aligned with me as a faithful follower of Christ. In chapter 1, verse 12, just a couple of verses down, it says, For the which cause I am suffering these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. For I know whom I've believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed a, unto him against that day. I love that because here again, we're talking about uh, this day when the Lord is going to come with his holy angels. And on that day, we are going to be prepared. We're, we're not going to be ashamed. He's not going to be ashamed of us because we haven't been ashamed of him. We're going to be prepared because we know who it is that we've believed in. We're convicted and we are not ashamed. And then in the same chapter, verse 16, it says, The Lord give mercy. This is about the house of Onesiphorus. The Lord give mercy to the house of Onesiphorus. For he offered fresh me and was not ashamed of my chain. I love that name, Onesiphorus. I love to think about him. Because Paul, see, at this time he was writing, was in a Roman prison. He was about to die in a Roman prison. And Onesiphorus was, as far as we know, a common Christian who was willing to stick his neck out for Paul, knowing that if he were aligned with Paul in front of certain people in the Roman guard, that he would be arrested and put there too. But he, ref he ministered to Paul. Even though he knew he was risking something, he was risking a lot in order to do that. He refreshed me and he was not ashamed of my chain. Then verse 17 goes ahead and says what he did. But when he was in Rome, he sought me out very diligently and found me. The Lord grant to him that he might find mercy of the Lord in that day. And in how many things he ministered to me at Ephesus, you know very well. Oh, that it could be said, that could be said of us, that somebody who was being persecuted and was in jail because of Christianity, that we would seek them out and at the risk of our own peril, we would go to them and say, what can I do to help you? Even though 
I mean, we're looking at a person who is evidence of the fact that we get in trouble if we are following Christ. But I'm going to follow him all the way to the prison of the Apostle Paul. And I'm going to minister to Paul. I'm going to hunt him down very diligently. That must have been, you know, risky to ask questions about where Paul was. How do you know you're not talking to somebody who's going to put you there too? Who's going to take chop your head off because you're seeking the one who is standing for Christ and who is converting people, some of whom are even in Caesar's household. That was a dangerous thing to do. But Onesiphorus was not ashamed. I'd like to, to be standing beside him in that day when Jesus appears with his holy angels. I'd like to stand beside him at that judgment bar and listen to those words of God to that person who was not ashamed. I want us to look at one more in Hebrews chapter 2. It says, For he who sanctifies, that's Jesus, and those who are sanctified, that's me, are all one. For which cause he is not ashamed. I'm just going to put me in there. For he who sanctified and those who are sanctified, including me, he's not ashamed to call me brethren. He's not ashamed to call me his sister, saying, I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the church will I sing praise unto thee. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I and the children which God has given me, all these passages proving that Jesus Christ was willing to take on human flesh and blood as his siblings. Verse 14, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself took part of the same. He had to come and be flesh and blood, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil. I hate the devil. I hate the devil. I hate what he does in families. I hate what he does in marriages. I hate what he does to innocent people. I hate what he does to innocent children. But the only way that Jesus could give us any out from his power is by coming to be flesh and blood just like we're flesh and blood and dying the cruel death that he died on the cross. And in that way, he delivered those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. I don't have to be a slave to sin. I don't have to be under the power of the devil. I will suffer because of what the devil is doing in the lives of people around me. But I don't have to be his servant. I can be prepared for that day when he comes with his holy angels. And he will not be ashamed of me. In fact, he will say, here's my sister. Here's my brethren. And when God looks at me, he will look at clean and pure. Not because of anything good that I've done. Not because I haven't sinned. But because I have the blood of Jesus Christ. Been walking in the light as he is in the light. Having fellowship with, the, with you. I have fellowship with you. And the blood of Jesus Christ continually cleanses me from all of my sin. I don't have to be dirty. I can be clean. I can be prepared for that day when he comes with his holy angels. And praise God, he will not be ashamed of me. We sang this song a few years ago more than we do now. I remember when I was a child, it was uh, 
in, at least in our circles, it was a pretty new song. And I remember my mother saying, I, I love the words to this song because why is it that Jesus would not be ashamed of me? Here are the words. Jesus, and shall it ever be a mortal man ashamed of thee? Ashamed of thee, whose angels praise, whose glories shine through endless days? How could I ever be ashamed of Jesus? Ashamed of Jesus? Sooner far let evening blush to own a star. He shed the beams of light divine o'er this benighted soul of mine. Ashamed of Jesus? Just as soon let midnight be ashamed of noon. Tis midnight with my soul till he, bright morning star, bid darkness flee. Ashamed of Jesus? Shall yon field blush when it thinks who bids it yield? Yet blush I must while I adore. I blush to think I yield no more. Ashamed of Jesus, that dear friend, on whom my hopes of heaven depend. No, when I blush, be this my shame, that I no more revere his name. Ashamed of Jesus? Yes, I may, when I've no guilt to wash away, no tears to wipe, no good to crave, no fears to quell, no soul to save. Till then, nor is my boasting vain, till then I boast a Savior slain, and oh, may this my glory be, that Christ is not ashamed of me. He who sanctifies came down, took on flesh and blood, that I might be cleansed, that I might be the sanctified. And then he said, and I'm not ashamed to call you my sister. I'm not ashamed. We are all one. And one day, when the holy angels come, I will not be ashamed to say to my father, she confessed me. She wasn't ashamed of me. She obeyed me. She was washed in my blood. And God will look down and he'll just see Jesus because I'm clothed with him. I love that hope that Jesus Christ would claim me, would not be ashamed. Have a good day.